a lot was made that you're a devil worshiper. Do you worship the devil? Have you ever studied Satanism? <sighs> there are different sects of Satanism. Have you studied, just yes or no, have you studied yes, Satanism? Yes, I have. Are you, are you a worshiper of the devil? No comment. Come on, Richard. We're I can tell you a little bit about Satanism. Well, I'm, I'm interested in hearing what you got to say. It is undefiled wisdom instead of hypocritical self-deceit. It is power, power without charity. The Satanist admits to being evil. Do you admit to being evil, Richard? We are all evil in some form or another. Are we not? I'm asking you the question, my friend. <laughs> Yes, I am evil. Not 100%, but I am evil. Evil has always existed. The perfect world most people seek shall never come to pass. And it's going to get worse. <sighs> the great epochs of our life is when we gain the courage to rebaptize our evil qualities as being our best qualities. Hello and welcome to the fourth episode of No Pulse. My name is Lucy. And I'm Carol. The recording you just heard was a clip of interviewing Night Stalker Richard Ramirez with Mike Watkiss. If you haven't listened to the previous episodes of No Pulse, I recommend you do because you don't want to miss any of the gruesome details. Today we are going to be talking about Mabel Bell, Florence Lang, Carol Kyle, and her son. where Richard decided to attack a pair of sisters, which was Mabel Mabel Bell, who was 83 years old, and her sister Florence, Nettie Lang, 80 years old. They were attacked by Richard in the town of Monrovia, specifically within the area of San Gabriel Valley. The thing with these older women is that they didn't actually believe that there was, like, that they'd be attacked or anything, right? Like, they weren't afraid of um, murderers or anything of that sort. So, Mabel... They weren't afraid or... Or they, they just didn't think it would happen? Yeah, like, they were like, what's the likelihood? Pero why not? O sea, entiendo que antes la gente dejaba sus casas desatrancadas porque pues Normalmente no pasaba, pero no mames, on tal what if, you know? Pues sí, pero back then, like, también la gente, they were always like, oh, we're going to church on Sunday, we're good people, estamos en una good neighborhood, we know our neighbors, you know? Sí, pero como dicen, así como existe Dios, existe el diablo y... Pues ahora sí, dude, pero... I mean, ahora tenemos narcos, tenemos un montón de cosas, pero back then, like, did you know about that? No. Si sí, había narcos. 
Wow, I don't Pablo know. Escobar no nació ayer. <risa> yo no sé de eso. Yo estoy igual que ella. I'm joking. No, I know about that, pero there's a lot of people que también, they, they're not going to be looking at the news every day. Or, well, they do, pero there's some people that just aren't like, no, pues what's the likelihood que me pase a mí? Como cuando vas al antro y you don't actually care about your drink y lo te hacen roofie. Ah, no, dude, I always watch my drinks. Pues, y si me separo de mi drink, I'll just get another one. Fuck it. Okay. I am risking shit. Yo te dije desde un principio. Yo siempre estoy checando a ver what my surrounding is, who's gonna kill me, who's not gonna kill me, what my weapons are, where are my possible weapons. Like, I'm always scoping out the place. I, I get you, but hey, I, I sound paranoid, but I ain't getting killed. No, Hell no. No, I understand that. I, I understand that porque I, I also get those paranoid things, pero hay veces que también depende más de la locación en la que estás. And usually, pues, you feel you're safest at home, you know, so it's like. Hay veces que, como si voy a Nuevo Laredo or somewhere in Mexico, I'd be freaking out. I'd be freaking out. I'd be like, oh my God, I'm going to get raped. I'm going to get assaulted or something. I'm going to disappear tomorrow if I go by myself. <laughs> Pero, there's sometimes that if I do that in San Antonio, Houston, other places, I don't feel that threat that much. Pero they're still there because there's tráfico de mujeres, you know, like, I, I forgot what they're called. Like, human trafficking? Yes, but uh, when you're talking about women in a specific, there's a, a specific word. Tráfico de blancas? Algo así? No, no sé. I, I don't remember. Back to the story. Este, these ladies, they, they weren't that afraid because they were like, no, it's a likelihood que va a pasar en mi casa. So no hicieron lock like las doors y tararadan. Richard comes in through the door. See, he walked in through the door very quietly. It's not stated at what time of the day, but I'm sure like he did with all his other victims. It must have been at an hour que ya están dormidos. So I'm pretty sure that's why they couldn't actually realize, oh shit, that there's an intruder. So he walks in, he finds a hammer in the kitchen. And What's a hammer doing in the kitchen? <laughs> I don't know, dude. I, I mean, a una picture during the day or something. I, I, I don't know. What but then it. again, they're like, how old are they? They're 80. No, they're probably the pool boy did it. But ah. <laughs> <laughs> bueno, he finds the hammer in the kitchen. <laughs> and then he decides to go into Nettie's room, right? Florence, the lady that is a little the disabled one. Yeah. Wow. Hola. <laughs> Porque wow, I mean. Like, you said, I I insult you. No, <laughs> he goes into her room and what does he decide to do? He's repeatedly sink it into her head. Just que con el hammer. No, perdón. Que le sumió. Sí, le empieza a pegar con el hammer en la cabeza. So he stops and then he decides to go into Mabel's room y hace lo mismo. Pero with Mabel, he hit her so much that like it was a bloody mess in there. There was brain matter scattered in the room. It was horrible. Pobrecita. Mm -hmm. 
So after doing that, he, it said that he took a cord from the night st nightstand clock. He, he exposed a wire and then he used the electric currents to put it into the lady that he already beat. Like, no, no dicen donde, pero like, básicamente la estaba electrocutando. Tortura por electrocución. Sí. No manches. And then after that, he decides to get a lipstick and put like the pentagram in her thigh and on top her of thigh. Sí, pues lo tenía por, por la leg, algo por ahí. Le puso un pentagram con el lipstick. Chinga, ¿y quién andaba enseñando a la viejita que se le mira la thigh o qué? No, pues acuérdate que, bueno, yo vi las fotos del crime scene y le tomaron ahí la picture, o sea, porque las dejaba exposed, remember, after beating them and stuff, so... Did he rape her? Ah, yeah, no, pero after putting the pentagram and putting one on top of, of the wall above her head, se fue y se regresó al bedroom de su hermana, and... He went and he ripped off her nightgown y todo, and he raped her. I guess he was raped. Este... Porque está más buena, ¿o qué? I don't know. <laughs> pues era más, estaba más joven, sí. <laughs> Tres años, güey. <laughs> pobrecitas. No, no, pobrecita. No, seriousness, pobrecita, las viejitas. Yeah. I mean, why would you do that to elderly women? Para empezar. Then he raped her, and he also put another pentagram. And then after that, yeah, after finishing off his stuff, He went, grabbed the soft drink, ate a banana in the kitchen, and Javier Pipe lo ató. Sí. Le dio hambrita, se cansó. Lo que te está diciendo la otra vez que he got comfortable with where he would kill, you know? Pero all of this, all of how this went down y todo, it wasn't discovered until June the 2nd. Como two, three days after, this was discovered. Y fue descubierto por el vecino. Going back to how they didn't fear, I think it's because, pues también las elderly women, like, you know, they make friends with all the neighbors y todo. Mm -hmm. Pues este neighbor, he actually went to check up on them, right? Porque... He, he saw on May 30th or May, yeah, like May 31 that they hadn't gone out to get the newspaper. So Carlos Valenzuela was like, what's up? Like, why aren't they getting their newspaper? Son viejitas. O sea, I'm, I'm amazed. <laughs> I, I was mentioning how life expectancy last, last episode is, is, is longer now. Mm -hmm. We're talking about the 80s right now Y las viejitas salían por su propio periódico Y usaban sus hammers in like kitchen y todo mm -hmm. O sea, wow, they were very active then See, they were active And I'm guessing like Their neighbors were used to greeting them in the morning mm -hmm. To get the newspaper or something yeah. And that's why this guy was able to identify that Like, maybe something happened, you know Because on May 31st Uh, he saw their newspaper and he actually went and asked, you know, like, yo, like, is there anybody here? But since he didn't get a reply, he was like, oh, I guess, you know, like, like he didn't think much of it because yeah, it was, <laughs> no, es que era el primer día, you know, it was the first day. So, I mean, you're not going to think the worst on the first day, I think. I am not like that. Yeah, after like a day or two passed. That's when he decided to go into the into their house and see what's up. Porque está raro, ¿verdad? Like, why aren't they coming out for the newspaper? It's the second day, right? Y que si se habían ido de vacaciones, el vato ahí metiéndose <laughs> a la casa. Ay, pero si se habían ido de vacaciones, then it's more likely that they locked the door. No, yo no sé. Tú dijiste que era safe. Ya, yeah, <laughs> pues sí, pero es como cuando te... 
como cuando vas a dejar el car, you know, like, hay veces que lo dejas abierto o lo que sea. O sea, si yo estoy en la casa, hay más chance de que me maten si no la tranco. Pues es lo que pensamos. si me voy de la casa, pues si la tranco o no la tranco, pues no me van a matar, because I'm not at the house. So I, if I'm at home, I, I think it makes more sense that I lock it. Pues sí, pero... En este tiempo, like, se, supuestamente no había tanto murderings ni nada de eso. ¿No escuchas esto? No, no, no tenían el mismo... Bueno, como... no mames, si el vato ya tiene rato matando gente. It's all over the news. No sé, I don't know. A ellas no les llegó la noticia. Ah, es que no habían agarrado el periódico. Pero es que... Pero es que... This was, this was in Monterey Park, you know. Like, es otra zona también. Pero es California, dude. Like, pues California es so huge. Sí, pero tienen tele. <laughs> tienen te I'm pretty sure California had TVs. I mean, yes. Pero en newspapers. O sea, si tenían días sin agarrar el periódico, quiere decir que te ellos agarraban el periódico todos los días. They were well aware of the news and the murders that were happening. Pues, I don't know, dude, pero a lo mejor they were like, oh, we're active viejitas with martillos en la cocina. We can defend ourselves. <laughs> les, vi, les gustaba vivir al límite. <laughs> pues sí. Hola. <laughs> so, he went, he knocked on the door, he received the reply on the 31st, pero then later on he decides to actually go in, ¿verdad? Porque he notices that the door is unlocked, you know? He goes through the house, it's unlocked, and he finds Belle and Florence, right? Like, Mabel and Florence. And Florence was lying in her bed in one of the bedrooms, y Mabel was lying in the floor next to the bed in another bedroom, right? But there was a table on top of her. A table? Yeah, there was a table on top of her chest. But she I was no munches, what the fuck? But she was still alive. Why did he put a table on her? What the hell? I don't know. I I think it was, you know, when he was trying to torture her with the electric stuff. But she had it on top of her, so this guy comes in, takes off the table, and then he he's like, no, I need to call the cops, blah, blah, blah. An ambulance comes, right? Like, the paramedics arrive. They find Belle. Uh, that she's still breathing. They take her to the hospital. And she turns out comatose. As the, her skull had been fractured. Uh, the injury could have been caused by the hammer. It was probably caused by the hammer. I saw a picture. Tenía blood and hair and everything. Oh, my See. She had a black eye. A red circle with a star in it. It was pretty bad. They were both pretty bad, but Mabel was still pretty, pretty badly beaten, you know? Worse than, than Florence? Yeah. Porque Florence was taken to the hospital, and there was an examination. She was the one that was, at, like, sexually assaulted, and through the examination, it was, like... Who, Florence? Yeah, the younger one. <laughs> the younger one! Es que ya me confundí, güey. Sorry. She had a puncture wound in her head, two black eyes, and her face was bruised. Uh, she she was the one that was actually able to regain her consciousness, but she was a, unable to communicate with the police. Ah, while, while Mabel, she unfortunately died. Like, after a while in the hospital, she died. ¿Cuánto duró viva? I think she lasted, it says that she lasted about a month in the hospital. 
Wow. And after that month, he passed away. Pobrecita. Um, but then again, going back to the crime scene, um, the house was ransacked. Like, every scene that he had gone into, mm-hmm. it was ransacked. There was a partial shoe print found, you know? There was an unplugged clock. And plus the shoe print, it was of an avia. ¿No desconectó el teléfono en esta? Sí. ¿También? No. Porque no, me acuerdo que en los otros episodios, en los otros crímenes, después de que el vato sí, I, I le llamó a la policía, he started unplugging. Se me hace que sí, pero se me hace que en este tiempo el unplugging del phone era por afuera, ¿no? Mm. Por afuera de las casas. Yo no I sé. think, I'm, I'm not too sure, pero I, I remember that they had said that he had stopped. And some of these items, again, they were, rec- like, when he stole from the house, some of the out- items that were stolen from this specific house, too, they were recovered later on from Felipe Solano, the guy that I had bought yeah. some other things. So, yeah. Okay, so on May 30th, 1985, a day after he had attacked Mabel in Florence, Richard drove to Burbank in the same stolen car he used before in some other crimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, he went inside the home of Carol Kyle before dawn, o sea, madrugaba. You know how, like, in the other... Um, the 5 a.m. one? Yeah, in the other crimes, que he was outside como que esperando the perfect timing and stalking them, you know, como tipo stakeout ahí viendo when was his, his time to go in. Sí. So, it's lo mismo que hizo aquí. Um, it is uncertain how he entered the home, but the investigators uh, believe that he may have entered through the unlocked doggy door in the back door. Oh. Este, yo, yo para empezar no sabía que se podían atrancar los doggy doors. Uh, I didn't know they had doggy dogs back then. Doggy doors. Las yeah. puertitas así. O sea, y me pone a pensar que tan flaquito estaba para entrar por una puertita del perro. You know? Entró por ahí. Sí, that's what they think. Like, after the investigation. Oh, no, no, ya estaba desatrancada la doggy door. La puerta en sí no, no la abrió. Entró por la puertita del perro. Que pues la mayoría del tiempo están como pequeñas. Pero o sea, ¿qué, no? tal, ¿qué tal si.? Pues these are like 1980s, ¿no? A lo mejor no eran así como las que tenemos ahorita. No, pero pues una casa. Una... Puertita de perro, nunca has visto una que está, es, están así como de este vuelo y hay otras que están más chaparritas, pero el ancho sigue igual porque es para que entre y salga el perrito a hacer sus. Pues, dude, es que casi cositas. no tengo pets. You know them. <risa> you know my history. Yeah. No, pues dicen que, o sea, the investigator said that he might have gone in through there. It's not a for sure thing, yeah. but they think he might have gone in through That's the doggy right. door. Um, y luego, échate esta. Just imagine que estás dormida, right? You're asleep. And then you are woken up by someone flashing light into your eyes and pointing a gun at you standing over your head. Like, parado así encima de la cama donde estás, echándote luz a... Como, como los kidnappings de la CIA and stuff en, en las movies. With a flashlight, he was flashing her face, like he was flashing her eyes with a flashlight. And she was, I mean, take in mind, Carol was asleep uh, at five in the morning, you know, la, la madrugada. Bueno, no five in the morning, la madrugada, ¿verdad? Five mm-hmm. in the morning, el otro caso. Um, pero... There was no husband? 
It doesn't mention that there was a husband. I tried looking a ver si andaba de viaje o qué rollo, pero no vi. Este, nomás menciona, la menciona a ella y a su hijo. Pero sí, that's how she got woken up. Uh, he he um, was flashing the light in her eyes and pointing the gun at her head and, and he was standing over her on, on the bed. Uh, so once uh, she woke up, he ordered her not to make any noise. Uh, probably para no por si había otra gente o algo to not like get them startled or anything yeah. and then he took her to her 12 year old son's bedroom and woke him up as well with uh, the age I I had a little bit of conflict with the information on the court documents that I read it said he was 12 years old and on other um, articles that I read it said that he was 11 so yeah. I'm, I'm just You know, going by the court documents, which uh, said that he was 12 years old. So that's, yeah. that's what I'm going to say. Um, then he handcuffed both uh, Carol and her son together. Mm-hmm. After that, um, he started the usual name calling and insults towards uh, the female. Mm-hmm. He started um, asking her repeatedly for where the valuables were in the house. Porque pues so the quería robar. Yeah. Said. And uh, he went from uh, room to room looking for jewelry, money, and other things he could sell off later uh, to make quick cash, you know? Yeah. Para vendérselas a este, que a Felipe Solano. <laughs> <laughs> And, The guy uh, must have been rich, right? Probably. No, bueno, no sé. Bueno, es que later on in some of the other cases, mm-hmm. like, ya nos dan más o menos cifras, y no son tan chiquitas, like, <laughs> si se robaba buena cantidad. Pues entonces, ¿dónde metía la lana? A lo mejor por eso tenía tantas novias después. Ah. ¿Dónde has el money, Richard? Ah. Yo te ayudo. Ay, no. Bueno, y lo dice que he even found her wallet and he took the money she had in it. Um, while this was going on, he had uh, made Carol and her son lie on the floor and then he covered them with a sheet. Mm-hmm. When he was done robbing the house and ransacking every room and everything, he went back to Carol. He removed the handcuffs from her y se las puso al hijo. Like on both hands, he handcuffed him with his hands in the back and he put him in the closet. Um, then he took Carol to her bedroom, um, a punta de pistola, and he threatened her that uh, she he, he was going to kill her. And... Si no le hacía caso, if she didn't do as he said. Yeah. And according to the court documents, uh, it says that he tied her hands behind her with a pair of uh, pantyhose. Mm-hmm. Uh, he forced her to kneel with her head on the bed and covered her head with a pillow, and he proceeded to punch her in the back, which was is weird, you know, like ta cincada en la orilla de tu cama. Your head is on your bed on the edge. And you're getting punched in the back. Like, that's... <laughs> like, in the back? Like Yeah, the, in her in, espalda. What? In her back. He was punching her in her back. It was weird. I don't know. I tried picturing it, and then I couldn't make sense out of it. So, but it was kind of like she was praying or something? Okay. I don't know. It was that's, weird. That's odd. Yeah. But, I mean, then again, it's Richard. <laughs> yeah, what well, makes sense? You never know what you're going to get. <laughs> you know? What makes sense about this guy? Not much. No, nothing. Um, after that, Richard ordered her to lie on her bed, and then he proceeded to rape her and sodomize her uh, repeatedly. 
after the rape, he brought her son from the closet and handcuffed them together again. But uh, this time he handcuffed them to the bed so that they wouldn't leave or, you know, do anything stupid according to... So no le hizo nada al kid? No, no, he... Well, I mean, aparte del trauma. <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't. I'm pretty sure just, you know, minor, bruises. you know, bruises or, you know, with the handcuffs maybe. Que lo haya maltratado ahí un poquito, pero no le hizo nada al hijo. Um, después de eso el descarado like after he handcuffed them together into the bed les dijo que uh, bueno los amenazó les dijo I don't know why I'm letting you live I've killed people before and then he threatened them que si le hablaban a la policía he was going to um, have a friend of his come back to kill her si le hablaba a la policía no <laughs> yeah. no but they were smart about it as soon as uh, he left And, and that they were able to free themselves, they called the police. So that, that was good on them. But they were able to see his face y todo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. Like, lo vieron. Ella lo vio, pues le puso el flashlight en la cara y luego, you know, la rapió y todo. La rapió. Perdón, la violó. Like, you're Hispanic. Oh, yeah. Spanglish people. Pero, um, so then, was she able to give como... Como un detail portrait or something. Oh, yeah. Uh, because she was able to see him later on, Carol was able to identify Richard in a lineup and also at trial. Like, ella lo vio muy bien. So, she, there was no doubt she was going to identify him. Sí. Um, later on, también, she was also able to identify some of her uh, stolen jewelry that the police had recovered from Felipe Solano, the, the buyer. Let's call him the buyer porque... Felipe Solano is going to be coming out <laughs> very, he's, very often on these episodes. He, he's freaking Richard's hookup dude for yeah. cash. <laughs> el es el guy. Yeah. Uh, so then after this, uh, on June 27th of 1985, uh, this one is not one of the cases where he was charged with or anything. Um, this time, he decides to actually go and attack Patty Higgins. Well, Patty Elaine Higgins. She was 31. She was an, a school teacher, you know. She was a good person, you know. But she would, she would, she lived on her own, you know. Uh, according to the stuff I found online, um, she lived in between. Like, she had true neighbors, but she did, you know? Because she lived in between um, a state office and a construction site. So it wasn't, like, neighbors, like, I'm going to see you come out of the door and see the newspaper type of neighbors. Mm -hmm. But I'm guessing, like, down the road, there was, like, actual people that lived by there, you know, that could see her. So era más como un commercial area donde vivía ella? Yeah, uh, I'm guessing it... It's not really like it was in Arcadia, but it's not specified where you know, like in the other one where where it said like the valley, you know, or something. Mm -hmm. Bueno, so Patty Higgins like goes home, right? She only has like a pet, no hay nadie con ella. So, so yeah, solita, sí, but she actually locked her doors. <laughs> But um, anyways, he goes into her house. I think it was again through one of the windows, mm -hmm. and 
he ends up murdering her. You know, well, he ransacks the house como siempre, but he murders her in the bathroom. Uh, he had slashed her throat, and the police said it was on the 27th, but her actual body wasn't found until July the 2nd. Because there's nobody there for her, you know? Yeah. Um, the only reason that they were able to find her body was because she didn't show up to school. And the school was like, go check up on her. Like, this is strange. Yeah. So she goes, uh, like, the friend goes and checks. And because it turns out that she's dead, right? Like, they find her dead in her, um, in her restroom. And he had... Was Ramirez had broken in, sodomized her, and stolen valuables. And um, the way he killed her was by slashing her throat, you know? What did he slash her with? It's not stated. No, he said, oh. But it was, I'm guessing it had to be a knife. <laughs> I mean, there's plenty of ways. Well, you're right. <laughs> this, is, this is Richard using freaking hammers and stuff so yes you're right <laughs> anyways the reason why this wasn't actually taken to court with him was because they didn't find an Avita shoe print you know that was something that was really like something that tied a lot of the cases to him mm-hmm. uh, but because he wouldn't leave behind any fingerprints or anything so with her the only thing that was put against him was that a neighbor of hers, you know, and we're talking about, I'm guessing, not a, a super close neighbor, right? A neighbor called Elizabeth Royball um, testified that she actually saw Richard near her house. According to her, Richard Ramirez had a cat perched on his neck and a container of ice cream in his, in his hand within the block where she lived mm-hmm. before she like before she was found dead or something around those times oh, no. it, during that day where it was estimated that she died la, la neighbor said that that had happened but the thing the reason why the court didn't take it as a good testimony was because she took two months to let the police know about this so why did she take so long I don't know. Um, I'm guessing the police didn't actually interrogate a lot of people regarding this case or something. But she had told her husband what she had seen, right? She had seen... Oh, like, I'm guessing she must have been like, oh, I saw this odd guy with a cat and, <laughs> and a tub of ice cream outside. Nowadays, that's a very normal thing to see. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that's what happened. And so... When they try to include this case within the 13 trials, right? So it should have been 14, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Judge Michael A. Tynan was like, no, this is not going to come through because we can't re- rely on human memory type of thing, you know? Like, it wouldn't be fair to Richard. You know, oh poor Richard. <laughs> Let's not be unfair to him. It well, it wasn't even that. <laughs> it's like, would you really go by the word of somebody in any other case? You know, like, porque there's no proof that she did see him. No, yeah, above it is is the law. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. like, ni modo. 
she was the only one that saw it, but she told other people, but she should have done it within, like, the few days, you know? Yeah. So that was pretty saddening. But it's odd. Well, not super odd. But later on, Mm -hmm. um, Patty Higgins, the murder of Patty Higgins happened during June 27th of 1985, right? So now we're jumping into July 2nd, 1985. And it's Mary Luce Cannon, right? A 75-year-old woman. Oddly enough, what was found... Well, what I thought it was really interesting between these two cases was the way Mary was murdered was very similar to the way Patty was murdered. Except that now with um, Mary, they they actually had more of a concrete evidence that he had been the author of the crime. You know? Did he also slash her throat? Or Yes. So, in July 2nd, um, the neighbor... Well, the neighbor and friend of Mary Louise Cannon, who was Frank Starich. Sorry if I'm not saying that right. You're good. Uh, <laughs> People always butcher my name. So, <laughs> so he noticed that the window screen um, of like of one of the rooms in the house was in the ground. You know, it was laying outside and uh, on the front porch. So he was laying outside um, in the driveway. So he was like, that's odd. Like, who would do that, right? (laughs) I'd be like, what's odd? (laughs) Who would do that? (laughs) (laughs) So he knocked on the door uh, and received no response. So he retrieved the next tricky. This is the reason why I thought he was a friend. Because, like, who would have your neighbor's house key? You know, it must have been a friend. Um, so Frank actually had an extra key to Cannon's house, to Mary Cannon's house, um, that she had actually given him. So, mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's 75 year old, anyways, um. This guy goes in with his wife. (laughs) 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 Frank and his wife enter the house and soon left to go call the police because they saw that the house had been thrown off. Like, there was something, something had happened there, right? They hadn't dived too much into the house, you know, like they hadn't really walked all the way in. Mm-hmm. But they thought it was odd that there was a fucking mess, <laughs> right? So they call the police, the police arrive, and they find Mary um, laying dead on the bed. She had been strangled and beaten and stabbed in the neck. Her nose was broken and both eyes blackened. She had large, extremely lethal wounds in her neck. And the window to her bedroom was open. And the bedroom had been, like, just completely ransacked, too. On the carpet, on a tissue, police found shoe prints of an avia shoe. No, man. It's like he's purposely... Mira, aquí esta Aquí Yeah, dude. 
<laughs> Jesus Christ. But yes, that's what actually made him, made most of the cases line up with him, you know. Sadly enough, later on, like, more stuff will be revealed, you know. But, yes, oddly enough, like, this is the one trace that investigators found that not only lined up all the murder cases together to one person, which was Richard, pero también, like, the kidnappings and other things with children, que también tenían un, un shoe print left behind or something. Mm. Plus, aparte, todas las víctimas, they would give como una description of Richard that was very similar. You know? Like, that's how I knew that it had to have been an abuse shoe that was black. Porque, pues, if you're wearing... Now, I'm not saying that you have to color match, but <laughs> if you're trying to be very... How do you say it? Stealthy? Yeah. I mean, the best color to wear at night is black. You know? You wear black all day, every day, and you still look stealthy. And <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think about these murders? Um, la verdad, más mm -hmm. cosita que hay gente que deja abiertas su, sus puertas. <laughs> I know. Pero si te das cuenta, usualmente era la gente que era más older. Yeah, know? because they come from a time where like there wasn't. Uh, I mean, the name, the name, or, or or for a serial killer wasn't even used. Pues, yeah. There was there was no such thing as serial killer and yeah. they said I like oh a murder happened here or or there but they hadn't used the term serial killer in in those people's times que tenían que ochenta setentas en los ochentas pues. no y aparte o sea tenían ciertos como usually uh, serial killers had a certain type of people that they would go and murder but like como young females or women or something like that you know it was sí. like a certain type so era no, más fácil. Es que no. Richard no tenía un, un type. Mm -hmm. No, sí. He would go after the girls. Mira, I'm doing the math. Hmm. Si en los 85, estas personas tienen 80 y tantos años, quiere decir que nacieron en 1905. No right? <laughs> way, way back when, you know. No manches. So, they definitely weren't expecting something like that. Se me pasó decir, perdón, de Carol, era que mientras la estaba atacando, mientras he was raping her, él le dijo, don't look at me, I will take your eyes out if you look at me. Which makes me think that maybe that's what happened. His previous murder, a la que le sacó los ojos, he might have said that and she still looked y le sacó los ojos. Because that's what he told Carol. Yeah, but she was smarter, I yeah. guess you know, and she just didn't want to try him. But <laughs> but it makes sense because I mean, there's so many people. Like I don't know about you, but I know that if I'm put in that situation, depending on my mood, <laughs> you're either gonna rebel against it or you're gonna be like, oh shit, verdad? True. Yeah. So maybe the other girl is like. Why the fuck should I, you know, like... <laughs> y boom, le sacó los ojos. 
from seeing. Oh, yeah, it's not funny. It's pretty sad, you know. But I mean, it could have happened, like, right? Yeah, sí, se me había pasado mencionar eso. Pero queremos um, terminar aquí este episodio. We're gonna wrap it up, and we also want to wish everyone a happy, uh, a merry Christmas. Yay. <laughs> yes. Uh, and if you're happy. listening to us, the day that this uh, episode is being published, uh, where it's Thursday, and um, hopefully you guys have, if you celebrate Christmas, of course. Uh, if you don't, oh, I hope you have a good day. Either way, a good weekend. But if you celebrate Christmas, Merry Christmas. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, all these uh, past episodes, week after week. For all your support, yeah. we're very grateful for for everybody's um, continuous support. Yes. Um, and before anything, um, I would really like to say thank you for everybody that has actually kept up with our podcast. Um, mm -hmm. Though we're we're barely starting, we're not professionals at this yet. I really appreciate you sticking around to actually listen to our podcast. It's been an interesting month, right? Yes. <laughs> Richard is an interesting individual, and I hope you have been enjoying our talks about him. I personally really like to dive into more of the psychological aspects of why he does this stuff. And that's because I personally think it's very interesting. Just... <laughs> human nature as a whole right yeah but more than anything i would really like it if you kept on um next year keeping in touch with us sticking around and hopefully you will enjoy our future content too yeah um in the next episodes we'll be probably wrapping up this season with uh richard ramirez we don't have many more uh victims or crimes to cover But we will be wrapping up this uh, season probably next next week. Yes. Mm -hmm. Anyways, I hope you really enjoyed today's episode. I know it was a little bit shorter than usual, but today's gruesome stories weren't as bad. <laughs> well, they weren't as lengthy. Yeah. Um, but that's because of Richard, not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> He didn't give you enough. <laughs> I I still found them very interesting. But anyways, don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook for any updates or uh, special episodes and more. And don't forget to tune in every Thursday uh, to No Pulse for a new episode and, uh, you know, future seasons as well. You can listen to us on Simplecast, Spotify, Ghana Music, Google Podcasts. Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, and iHeartRadio, and many other platforms as well. We do want to keep on thanking our listeners all over the world. Now we can actually say all over the world. And we are very grateful for you guys and your support week by week. Thank you again. Uh, see you next Thursday. Take care. Don't get murdered out there. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. You have now entered a very rare group of people in this country. You're in the, the ranks of Charlie Manson, Ted Bundy, 
You claim you didn't commit these murders, but you're right in there now as far as everybody else is concerned. Serial killers do on a small scale what governments do on a large one. They are a product of the times, and these are bloodthirsty times. Even psychopaths have emotions if you dig deep enough, but then again, maybe they don't.